My mom is, has ingested more waiter spit than anyone you've ever met. <laughs>
on Central Park. Been around forever. Been around forever. Yeah, they have a couple locations. And and what they do is my girlfriend was a, a, a very elite athlete, and they love to have those people join for free so that rich, old, unathletic people can go, yeah, I train next to Laura Sogar. I just spit on you there. <laughs> That's sorry. That's quite all right. Don't worry um, about it. You know, like I trained next to this guy. So she was a member. And I remember I walked in one night and there was a couple ahead of us for the coat check. And the guy looked exactly like me. Just <laughs> blonde, slick back hair, wearing a blazer. And he was just reaming out the woman who like couldn't find his coat. Oh, Let me oh. speak to your manager. I want to be like, buddy, we can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> you and I, we don't get to do this, okay? You're making us this, look bad. This is not in our wheelhouse. Don't this you understand? Not, we're not, we are not... I'm sure every minority group has that, but where yeah. you see someone reinforcing the perceptions already thrust upon your type, oh. you're like, no, no. Oh, it's I'm I'm a big dude. It's it, like like I'm a, like when I see like another big dude do some like egregious fat guy shit at a, at a restaurant. On chest, I'm like, yeah. come on, what are you doing? Yeah, all of us. doing like sloppy. So he like funny. he like like when his ass cracks hanging out somewhere. Dude, that's why I've told you this. When I get have, it together, man. Yeah, if I get, get it together. If I get a, if I get the littlest stain on my shirt while I'm out, I will go. I've done it. I've gone and bought the shirt. And switched it out and chucked the shirt because I'm like I can't as a chuck when I was no, I, when I was I've, bigger same thing was like I'm like I can't have a stain on my shirt because I don't want to have that look like I'm a slop out in public. I've never thought of that. That's really tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's days where like I wake up just so haggard and like my hair is matted and I just walk downstairs and like slippers to go to the grocery store. I'm like if that was another race. I probably couldn't do that. <laughs> that that's, that's the real white privilege. Yeah, right there. I was like. Huh, yeah, you I can just have think about that. Going to the store with bedhead. That's yeah. just one of the the privileges of yeah. being white. Yeah. yeah. I sometimes But also do when it you when you're good looking, it probably looks like you're like you purposely did it. Like you know, like it's almost like when you see like those runway shows where they're all they have like pillows strapped yeah. to their head. Like, that's the whole yeah, derelict. <laughs> yeah. I look pretty bad in the mornings, but yeah, I'll take it. But so so that is a form of people pleasing in a way, what you're doing, because you're like, I don't want to be viewed this way. We're doing it. We it, ours comes from like probably background and like upbringing and like and like I don't know what our basis or our like origin story. For I just being. want people to like me so bad, like like the um like the way I even communicate with people. If if like I have to like ask for something or um like like even like Sean who I'm like good friends with like for a while like when we first like if I was like asking him for a favor like hey can you help me uh, shoot something or do this I would like draft text and show it to other people like hey is this okay to send or am I gonna look like an asshole he's probably gonna hate me like it's a dating app oh I would start it off with hey don't hate me but uh, can you help me out with uh, this audition yeah. yeah you would do that I yeah I abuse the exclamation mark oh I'm the same way abuse yeah. every I'll, I'll look back through an email I'm like every sentence including the uh, salutation and the uh, the sign off had an exclamation i mine is hey there it must come off with a cycle <laughs> that at least matches your tone. my tone's a little droll you i'm like you're i feel like you wake up like good morning <laughs> what a day it's going to be <laughs> i look like a guy who just has a bird comes in and i sing to him <laughs> you ever text liz from the cellar yes and the contrast between your tone and hers yes oh my god yes you'd be like liz thanks so much for the opportunity to perform last night it really helped me get my set in line for the tonight show and i really appreciate all the opportunities <laughs> You give me she just replies okay <laughs> yeah that's what, i don't know how people have that type of confidence because i would think about i was like man i feel like such a dick they probably hate me because i just hit them with an okay but i was yeah. busy I, you know it was all i could fire off at the time i well you know me my big one is no sweat so if somebody i'm like in a short that's little a way one. to tell people 
uh, hey, sorry, I had to do this. And then and I, I write back, no sweat. And I mean it. Like, I'll be like, hey, no sweat at all. That's mm-hmm. no problem. But the exclamation point is such a good one because have you ever had this where somebody calls you out on the ex- I've had people make fun of me for it on text, I've the text it. back, where they text back 400 exclamation points. Like, no. hey, dude, you're overusing the exclamation I'd be so insecure <laughs> if that happened to me. I, well, I went through a huge. Who did that to you? I forget. I think it, I don't even think it was a comic. I think it was okay. somebody from from home. I think it was like a friend I of mine. Think of a comic friend. who would do that to you. And I won't <laughs> name him. <laughs> is he a friend of ours? Or like, is yeah. he a good guy? Oh yeah, 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 yeah good yeah. comic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got made fun of what for during my LOL phase. I did LOLs instead of exclamation points. I luckily never fell for that. Oh, it's embarrassing when somebody it's makes fun of you for that. LMAO. Yeah, I cringe at that a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I do ha-has, which I don't. That might even sound at that point. You just sound psychotic as well. Can right? we? Can we please note the inflation? For ha and ha ha and ha ha ha. I remember when a ha ha used to be like, oh, it's funny, good. Yeah. When I texted someone, saying, I was like, if it's not three, they hate it. Just ha ha <laughs> means they didn't laugh. The currency, ha is insulting. The currency of ha's? The currency of ha's has massively defeated. Oh. One ha, what is, when someone says ha to you, it means it's not funny. It's you know ha's, what, a dick, ha's a heckle. You know what yeah. ha is? You just hear Norman's voice. Ha. Ha. <laughs> I hate to call him out on this podcast. Go ahead. But Mike Lawrence is one of those people. Mark Norman's similar. They're, they're just told a lot of jokes. Yes. And they always seem to react positively. Yes. But Mark Norman's told so many jokes that he has to just, you know, he's, he's learned to kind of go, ha. Huh. Like, it's just, as a polite thing, Mike Lawrence, I noticed him. I'm so sorry, Mike, for calling you out. He's such a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. He's such a funny guy. Just he's had a baby. Su- and he's, he's a guy who's, like, learned how to be a really nice person after, after I'm, I'm saying too much about him. He no. Should tell, you should have him on the podcast. But <laughs> he's one of those people who's worked on this, and it's really cool to see him grow because he was cool by before. And he's, yeah, I uh, just had a kid. Uh, but he, being in a writer's room with him, I'd pitch him ideas. And this is, instead of expending all the energy going, ha, 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 or, or it might sound fake, he just goes, <laughs> and it's so convincing for the audio you just tilted your head back you with a smile back, and it looks so convincing and it's so much less effort than faking laughter and, and you, know you feel so good seeing it and it makes you feel funny and then you keep writing better jokes you know so it's a so great f- tactic in a you know what's crazy I Mike's done that to me back in the day when he lived in New York and I always thought it was genuine and now I'm realizing it's his polite way to be like it might be I, hey I, man that's decent but I'm not going to actually laugh at what you're <laughs> 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 sorry Mike I'm spilling your secrets because I, it, comedy Comedy wise, I don't know if people know, like they are the go tos. Norman's my go to of does somebody do this? Because he always knows. I don't know about now as much, but back in the day, Norman always knew if somebody did Mike's the this same bit. Way. Yeah. Mike, Mike will be, yeah. Mike, Mike and, and Mark both have just that inventory of every joke ever written. They, they have studied comedy like it's a college degree. You That's, need a friend like that doing yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they're both autistic. I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that, yeah. yeah, the, 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 um, the other thing about that's the comic we had never talked about that in the podcast. That's the com- like there's a weird comic people pleaser thing which we we're just talking about, which is the oh what's the what's the hot currency you're going to give back for a bit that somebody's working on that you you might think it's funny because here's the thing they might think it's funny but you're not gonna what how many times do you genuinely laugh a week I mean where you're like dying laughing if I do it's not gonna be something you can take to the stage uh, exactly. it's gonna be something yeah. messy and weird and <laughs> fucked up and it's not as much as you used to before you started doing no, stand up no, yeah sure. very jaded. Yeah, I, uh, I will. It's funny because my girlfriend will sometimes be upset. Like she'll pitch me a joke and I won't laugh. She's like, "You didn't laugh." I'm like, "I said that's funny." Do yeah. you understand yeah. how much better of a compliment that's funny is than ha? Because if a joke's really good, my head starts spinning on like all all that that's going on and everything could go with it. So sometimes my reaction just being like, "That's funny." Is like the highest praise I can give. Right, because it's an immediate reaction. And it's changed <clears throat> your perception on how you hear jokes. Yeah. You're not hearing, you don't hear jokes and just start laughing at them. You're thinking of like, 
you're you're kind of like trying to finish it before it finishes in yes. your head and think of like all the minutiae of it. And then when it's somebody that's a friend, you're like, oh, how can I toss him a tag or something? Yeah, like that, help him out. You ever do that with TV? You ever watch TV, watching a show? I did that the other day. I forget the bit, and I'm watching, and I'm going, oh, it's this. And then ten, five seconds, two seconds later, it was that's the exact line. And I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, like, it's you know, a bummer. It makes you realize how much your sense of humor changes. You got to start watching this. funnier stuff like Last Man Standing with Tim <laughs> Allen. That's you never know what's coming down. I'm the actually sure it's not. I'm sure it's that's funny why, moments. That's why Adventure Time is my favorite show because all of their humor comes from places you just can't see, or it's like setting up a joke and then not finishing it. It's so good. Well, that's also Adventure, why I like. Is, that a cart- is it a cartoon? Uh-huh. It's I done now, it. but it's the best show ever. That's why I always I like. Um, uh, I think you should leave because yeah. it's yes. so batshit. Like I, my my mind would never come up with, and yeah. it's not like these cleverly written. Th- it just it's that dude Tim Robinson. It's just his warped freaking mind. So yeah. I think that, but I don't know if I would be as into that before I started comedy. I don't know if I would like sure. have the palate to like. I think you should leave. Be- I agree. T- Fifteen it's like years ago. Cheese. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like the salmonier of uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> I don't know that word. Um, but the absolute. I think there is, in comedy it happens all the time, but there's a cool thing that happens in comedy when comics are behind closed doors where they can be as honest as possible with each other. Like, there's a lot of things where I realize that over time and getting older, there's, was, how old are you? I'm 34. Right, okay. So as I'm getting older, like, I've realized this. I would rather people be honest with me and not people pleased to me at this point. Like, I'd rather you, like, just say I, I don't want to, I, I, like, even with comedy or anything, like, I, I'm, I can't invite you to my wedding. I don't want to invite you to my wedding. I'd be like, yeah, it's <laughs> totally cool with me. I'd, be, I'd just be totally okay with somebody being brutally honest more than I used the, to the, feel. The banshees of Inna Sharon. The, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I don't want to be your friend <laughs> Watched it last night, yeah. Have you ever had that? Have you ever had a friend breakup? Like, where you have, to, you have to break up with a friend or you get a message from somebody who's like, hey, I can't hang out anymore? Never, no, right? No, never directly. I've seen my friends lose their friends. Just suddenly. I remember it happened when my best friend in college, his friend from home just kind of stopped interacting with him, all that, and they were best friends. And yeah. It was like a ghosting. Like he kind just of quit. Friendship ghosting, yeah. Ooh. I this girl that um naturally we just stopped talking, but I talked to our friend of hers and the same thing happened where it wasn't just even one person. She cut off her entire friend group and a lot of time that happens because of who they're dating or who they're with oh, i think yeah. it was the guy that she ended up marrying and that might have been part of it but i remember talking to her. years later i was like well, whatever happened to so-and-so i i miss her i i, I used to be we we're such good friends back in the day and i don't know what happened there i think i just moved away or whatever it was and she's like oh she uh uh completely cut off about 30 people in her life just out of nowhere just one day not even fizzled it out just out of nowhere cut them off would not write back or just a therapist told her to yeah therapists do that a lot <clears throat> Really? Yeah, I have a friend who does therapy, and like he had to cut off some people in his life. He was just like, I'm just not talking to them, and I've told them I've put up boundaries for myself. Have, do you know the song Landed by Ben Folds? Not it's Landed. A beautiful, no. It's a beautiful song, and it's all about a guy saying, who basically ended his friendships with his guy friends and then got divorced and was like, hey, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, can, we, can we patch this back up? It's all my fault. If you wrote me off, I'd understand it because I've been on some other planet. Yeah, and then yeah. come pick me up Landed, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all about his, his, I believe, his wife cutting him off from his friends or him choosing to cut off his friends because of his wife and then trying to reconcile that. It's really beautiful. It's like, weird. I really good songs. Because yeah. I think that cutting off the relationship, a friendship, can probably be healthy for somebody if it's a bad situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you find it where it's a one, a lot of times, sometimes it's like a one-sided thing and you're not getting anything out of it and you feel... If it makes you feel like less than, because I feel like even with the people pleaser thing where it's like you feel like you're coddling this person all the time, it probably is a 
healthy decision for yourself to be like, hey, I got to worry about myself. I, I don't I, think we're there yet. I'm looking at your face. I can't cut off friendships, and if someone oh. tries to cut off mine, I'm, I still hold on to it. Are you the same? Me, I, I, I don't. I, oh, I I've can't, never done I it. I can't cut off a friendship. I've never cut off a friendship. It's so hard. I, I've, yeah. I've never done it. I'm, I'm just saying that. But I, you, you could take that rejection well, and I couldn't. Even if they weren't even that good of a friend, if, if I felt like I was excluded from something, I would hurt me. You, th you think you could take the uh, banshees of inertia, and I just don't want to be your friend anymore. It would because hurt. Because you're dull. Because somebody you're told yeah, he you does, that. Well, that's like an extreme. I know, but I'm saying like, but but that is just like a blunt way to do it. Like I could probably deal with the ghosting. I would still try to keep it alive in yeah. my own way. Like sending. I, I would stew on it. I would yeah. really think about it. Yeah. You you wonder? I no. Yeah. I guess I, I remember people who didn't call me back. I remember two people I've called and they didn't call me back, and I'm still waiting. You know what <laughs> what I mean? Like you never called me back. They called. It was a while ago. They called you from a landline. Just during the pandemic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I have it where uh, I've done this. I have done this where I have friends of mine that I'm the one that always contacts them. But when I do, we'll be on the phone for about 45 minutes. And I've actually thought about being like, well, I'm just not going to reach out anymore. I'm just going to stop calling well, and see what happens because I'm not the, I'm the one who's always doing it anyway. That's a good point. Oh, wow. yeah. I can't get off the phone. That's, that's where... Uh, that's how bad, like, my people pleaser tendencies are so fucking bad that, like, if I'm on the phone with somebody and I could tell they just really need to talk, I could have shit to do and I'm, like, pushing it back because oh. I, I don't have the heart to just cut them off and be like, hey, man, I really got to go. Oh, I'm great at that. <laughs> I'm not a, I don't think I'm a people pleaser. I think I'm a rule follower, which overlaps a bit. Oh, how do you, you mean as far as, like, like universe rules? You mean uh, meaning, like, karma rules? Uh, or you mean, like, just... Like public etiquette rules. <laughs> like airplanes piss me off so much where I'm like, if you just followed these little rules that are kind of mm. unexplicitly stated for all of us, everything will be better. And if you don't do that, I'll judge you. Yes. If you were causing a, a 30 second slowdown because you were doing something stupid with someone behind you, we could all, that's 30 seconds added to each of our days. You multiply that by the number of people in the plane. That kind of stuff really pisses me off. People, uh, yeah, people who just don't follow basic rules. I, I'm also I'm, a cyclist, so I don't follow any rules when I bike. <laughs> I'm the same way. Uh, we were talking about that recently. Uh, line cutters does that to me. Line really cutters is a, it's yeah. a big one. I'm such a rule follower that if I see, if I'm driving and I'm not sure exactly where I'm going and I see a line of people, in a lane, yeah. For all, you know, like the the right side is all backed up because that's a heavy exit. I'm like, I'll just get in there because that's probably where I should be. Oh well, well <laughs> but, but you're you're doing the right thing because it's uh, like yeah. when you're trying to merge onto a bridge or something, and, and then they come they, they, they come around. around. I hate those people. I, I learned lose. my brother's one of those people. Isn't that a wild revelation? Oh. That someone you love, he's like, oh yeah, I always cut him off. I always just jump in the, at the end. Oh no, I I I don't like. I get well. You get madder than I do. I get road rage passenger. for him, and we just did a gigs together. We do them all the time, and. uh I get road rage for him in his car. And you you can be honest, you were getting mad at me yesterday. I, I wasn't. I just finally like like because like it was it was those people doing that asshole thing, but I have such a like an issue where like I, I, I get nervous that I'm gonna crash my car. I don't wanna get in a fender bender just because I'm trying to be aggressive, keeping this guy from being a jerk. It's true. that's a healthier response, but but Donnelly, every time somebody even like merged in front of me, he's like, These fucking assholes again. <laughs> you know, every time, every time. These, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and he's doing the like thing, like hoping that they see him. And then finally, after like six times of doing this, and granted, I am a pussy uh, when I when I drive, but, but I was too. I was finally like, Sean, it's all right, man. We're <laughs> yeah, gonna get yeah. there. We're, yeah, we're and you and you were right. Each you're the one driving. A great. What is it? You don't know the battles people fight. Each one of us is greating fighting many battles. Uh, the kind <laughs> for each of us is fighting a great battle. What is but it? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean by the rule thing because uh, the line thing for me is huge. huge. And the airplane. We were talking about how. 
and people just shoot up the minute the, the bell goes off. It might as well be a starter's pistol. It's like, just why are go, you blocking this if you're not even the next boarding challenge? Exactly. Well, not even going on. I'm talking getting off where people get off. And they'll be... They'll, if they find a slot, they'll cut the getting off line. If you if you if you have a couple of rows of seats where people haven't gotten up yet, somebody will hot like warp zone it and go past those rows. I of did seats. that once and got yelled at, and I've never done it since. It was <laughs> my, life. my dad was on his deathbed, which I should have said, but it was just like a Floridian. You are rude. You are noxious. Something to me in front of everyone. I was like, I took oh, a step Jesus. back. Jesus. Yeah, the one time you're like, I have to break this rule because I have to get there fast. Yeah. <laughs> For a really, really good reason. I know, there was like three. On some level, that shouldn't be the rule. Like, it, there should be a polite level of like, there's three lanes open and no one stood up yet. If I move out now, it actually saves everyone time. Yeah. Whereas if I pause, that just adds a couple of I'm surprised more you didn't even say well, it, though. You weren't like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm going through some shit. I got to get out of here. I went and found her off the plane. I was like, that was really rude the way you confronted me. Did you really? And she goes, Ooh, you're rude. Good... I go, you're trash. This is your drink store moment. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. You, it you... shook me. All those little, com like tiny little conversations shake me so much. So you got off the plane in the airport, went to go find this woman, the one who confronted you I on mean, the plane. Went to find her. I found her like, right immediately. pretty shortly after. And you were like, hey, the way you did that was rude. Yeah. And, and she was, really was like, insulting. and she didn't back down. She didn't back down. She was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I like the fact that you did it though. Yeah. You, you and I wasn't pulled. like I was I wasn't trying to say I was in the right. I kind of realized I had done it wrong. You're not gonna admit that you were wrong right in the moment, but you were like, it was a mistake, but I wish I should you know, like if someone was doing that to me, I would have tried to find a way to do it more politely. Oh, here's my story. Sticking up for myself. Can I tell one of them now? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Go for it. Sitting in front of a plane, uh uh had like an upgraded seat on a you know, very small Delta flight and in the for row in front of me. I heard someone playing their game without the headphones in. Ooh. And we're all looking around. And I just lean around. I go, hi, would you like to borrow a pair of headphones? <laughs> <laughs> and this old lady who looks exactly like my mom, she goes, no, but that's so sweet of you. Thank you, young man. I go, yeah, yeah. She goes, appreciate it. That's so nice. And then I maybe she got the hint from that because then the, the sound stopped and then getting off the plane she was like again that was so sweet and I got her bag and everything and luckily my tone didn't show the fact that it was actually pure vile right. <laughs> like venom I was spitting at her so she thought I was a nice person and everyone on the plane knew that I was actually just being a bastard it's a good uh, moment that you probably felt great because I, I was you, embarrassed but I was like got out of that one thank I, god you I got away with it and I was like let's try to do this the polite like part of it was measured of like let's do it not the hey you idiot let's try to like yeah. kind of play it nice so maybe they realize they're in the wrong but I, turn down the game bitch yeah <laughs> yeah which is what you want to do yeah let me ask you this because you brought up a good point uh i've been trying to do that because i think i come off really negative all the time like and what about what about a what about a comedy version of that on stage you cause i talk to the crowd so much my new thing is I don't want to talk to them at all for the most part. Longer set, yeah. I'll trade you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, Long I know. Material, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, but I had a instance recently where these two girls. I waited as long as I could. They were talking like four minutes straight. I'm mm. not kidding. And I ignored it, ignored it, ignored it. And then finally, I'm like, guys, what's up? Like, and I was trying. I'm like, let me not be. Normally, I would have been like, what the fuck? And like, we're done. Like, the, me mm -hmm. being goofy, yelly guy, mm -hmm. whatever. But because I went. No matter if you approach them aggressively, it doesn't matter how in the wrong they are, they'll never admit it. That's what happened. Yeah. And norm. But, but here's the thing: when I first started comedy, people had shame, and they go, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." X, Y, and Z. That's oh, changed. I, I thought I was. It's, it's a new changed breed. completely. Yeah. And I went, guys, what's the story? Literally, they turn around and they go, "We're dealing with a. a we're trying to reconcile a breakup here." And I go, I think they meant between each other or their friends or whatever it was. And I go, what? And they go, four-year relationship. We broke up. We're trying to fix it. And I go, 
are you fucking, and I went off and I kind of, I made silly jokes about it instead of just being like, fuck you. And like, I, I just, I, but I'm like, what They kind of handed you a comedy. Like, exactly, <laughs> some, exactly. Some DIY right there. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm just curious, have you ever had that on stage where you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to have a jerk store moment on stage. I'm going to say exactly what I want. And it mostly turns into crowd work, but I'm like, I don't know how you usually handle it to begin with, but I'm like, I'm the type where I just, I fly off the handle. I'm like, I want to reverse that. You know what I mean? I can't, I've never gotten away with any kind of, when I get angry, it's not fun to watch. Right. Watching a white privileged looking guy get angry just <laughs> breaks everything I'm trying to build on stage. Or it just right. sounds, yeah, it just sounds like I'm going to complain to my dad or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just that, that kind of authority you don't want to see succeed in this world. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. just going to go be mean to John Cusack yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> I did, can I tell one more airplane story? Yeah, whatever yeah. you like. Yeah. So I'm very cognizant of the, the Southwest boarding process. I was Southwest for like eight years, had all their status. And it's just such a shit show. Choose your own seat. Yeah. You know what I mean? You watch people really bumble it and not understand it and ruin it and try to save seats and all that kind of stuff. Oof, brutal. Oh, story before the story, I was sitting fourth row back, early boarding. First row fills up with three women, and a woman walks back. She goes, hi, can you save that window seat for me? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. And then someone later on getting on the flight was like, is someone sitting there? I'm like, they're saving it. And she walks up and reamed them out. You're like, you can't save that seat. I'm taking that seat. They're like, no. What do you think? She's like, no, you can't save seats for a row you're not even in. No, what? I was like, I wish I had been that person. So that reamed her out? That was just called, uh, just instantly, I'm not saving a seat for you in a row you're not sitting in. But you were trying to do the people pleaser thing of being like, yeah, yeah, all right, no problem. I was so aghast. Yeah. The real story. Okay. So I was sitting left, left side aisle seat. And then in my row on the right side, I saw a woman get in. Uh, One woman takes the aisle seat. Another woman gets in the uh, window seat, and I see her stick one bag under her seat and one bag under the middle seat. Catch that immediately. Really rude. Really rude. And it's going to be fixed by the end of the flight. Yeah. Now the flight is completely full and people are getting on. This woman's just, you can tell she's not a regular flyer. She's just chatty at the mouth. Oof. And uh, a guy gets on the plane, rushing on the plane with his wife. And they're like, okay, we're, we're making a tight connection. We're late. We just need to sit close to the front. Uh, is this middle seat open? She, they go, yeah. He sits in it. And then I see him look with his backpack. There's no overhead bin space left. And he goes, whose is this? She goes, that's mine. He goes, you need to move it. She was like, well, there's, I'm, there, there might not be any space. I'm sorry. He was, she was like, it's my space. You need to move it right now. Yeah. She was like, okay, first of all, you're being very rude. He's like, I don't care. This is my space. You need to put it up there. <laughs> oh, man. She was like, that guy's okay, my hero. Well, tone, and they're, they're starting to talk back and forth. I go, I think there's space right here. I saw it fill up. And I go, hand me the bag. And I hand it to him, and I'm like, see, it fits right there. And they go, yeah. thank you. Thank you. And then the plane starts. Guy's just cool as ice, man. Doesn't just, give a shit. Doesn't give a shit. And she was like, that was very rude. He was like, I don't care. Flight's taken off now. She was like, well, first of all, let's restart. Maybe we can restart this. He was like, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to speak to you this flight. <laughs> oh, my God. Swear to God. She was like, I don't like your tone. He's like, I don't care. And she oh was my like, God. very rude. You're very rude. You're very rude. And she orders like two drinks. And then here's the crazy. Oh, and she goes, you could be polite like that young man over there. Tension's building. This is the only thing all of us in any row around her listen to. And I just go. Leave me out of this. <laughs> and it breaks the tension. Everyone laughs. And then it's quiet. And then getting off the plane, that guy darts off the plane because he has a connection with his wife. Yeah. And then she's slowly just bumbling out of the plane. She goes, that man was so rude. And the woman in the row in front of him goes, I know, he was such a jerk. <laughs> yeah, another woman says, like, yeah, he was just, he was so impolite about it. And she goes, thank you, by the way. And I was like, 
No, no, you are all on the wrong. I was going to say it would have been great if they were making out by the end of the flight. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to He fucked her in the bathroom. <laughs> he mile hide her. But you just couldn't convince this woman she had, woman she had done something wrong, even when it was objective. And it's like, I get his tones wrong, but you, it's a flight. We don't give a fuck Both about Both of them feelings. are assholes. I like the guy. I like the guy. In that oh, whole oh I like the guy. Oh, I, I like wish guy. I could handle anything in my life the way that guy did. I could never. You know how sure of him? That, that guy is a cheap like, I'll, I'll just I'll just stuff it under my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just throw it out the window. I'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that guy, like the the point of the podcast is to make us more assertive. That guy, you know how, how completely one with himself that guy is. Yeah. He's he the did goal. Not give a shit. He probably was part. I'm asshole. not speaking to you for the rest yeah. of this I, flight. The idea of going. We're not you were rude. I don't care. I would have paid for her drinks and put her large suitcase on my lap yep. if I had to. Yeah. <laughs> Where you? You're from Albuquerque? It's a pleasure. I'm such a, I'm such a, like, oh, let's, I don't like this tension. Yes. Like, I'll find space for it. We'll move things around. Exactly. What, what do you, what do you think it comes from though? Like the, like, cause it's, it seems like all of us share that the like, like lack of confrontation or like the not wanting confrontation. Cause I have some friends that fucking love it. My mom loves it. Really? My mom lives for it. Why she's, didn't she is, My mom is, has ingested more waiter spit than anyone you've ever met. <laughs> just gallons. Just loves confrontation. She got lifted by a cop last week. No, no she did she not. She got picked up and removed by a cop. Where was it? She was going to the temple <laughs> in Atlanta because Raphael Warnock was speaking. The, okay. the temple is what it's called. Huge. Peachtree. Um, and oh, yeah, she got there, couldn't find parking, so she went across the street, parked there, and then crossed Peachtree on foot, very dangerous, 76-year-old lady, uh, and she walked straight into the parking lot to the cop, hired as security, for a, a an event at a Jewish temple featuring Raphael Warnock. That is a terrorist. <laughs> what a twofer. You know what I mean? Really, two birds, one stone, if that's your thing, right? So clearly that card, that cop was working that night. She walks straight up. She goes, you are not doing your job. You couldn't, you couldn't put up a sign that said there's no parking. You couldn't direct us. I had to park across the street and cross the street. I'm like, like she just finds a cop to yell at. And he was like, I don't like your tone. She was like, I don't care if you don't like my tone. You need to do your job. And he goes, and then she was go, starts to go into the table. He's like, you can't go in there. She was like, stop me. Oh <laughs> he picks her up. She smacks him back, starts hitting him. She was like, wow. well, he picked me up. I'm like, he's a cop. You're resisting arrest. You could go to jail. Oh my God. You know, that? that's also, that's uh, generation. It's not generational, but it's age. It's, age, they, they, Yeah, my mom hey, Your mom's to. a badass. That, badass. Here's the craziest part. Then she can't get into the temple. She calls the director to the temple. Director comes out. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We'll let you in here. Here, I'm sorry. You remember everything. She goes, she watches it. She comes back out. My mom goes and finds the cop oh to get God. his name and badge number. And in the middle of that confrontation, the director finds her and goes, we looked you up. You're not a member here. You need to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was a coward, so I think I got it from yeah. him. <laughs> Your mom has like the pri like the privilege. This though. was last week. <laughs> and she has no, and if you talk to her about it, there's no qualms about it. She's just she, like. That one she was shaken enough by where I'm like, mom, I love you. You can't do that. You can't, you can't hit a cop. You can't. She was oh. like, well, I can't control my rage in those moments. I'm like, listen, it's okay to be vindictive, but it's better to be coldly vindictive. My whole family like doesn't like confrontation, but my sister-in-law loves it. So she's the <laughs> one that like anytime like we need to return something where we think it might be an issue or anytime you need to call customer service, we just like send her in like, a, you know, like she's a, a SEAL team. And like, we, dude, we've sent her into dicks. With like returning like a golf club with no tags, 
no receipt. And she goes in there and she comes like comes out in like five minutes and she's like, Yeah, they tried to give me shit, but here's the money. Like, oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck did that happen? My girlfriend's like that too. It's great. She doesn't care. Oh, she loves it, right? Emails, all of it. Let yeah. Me, I want to ask you. She doesn't care what some like a random person thinks of her. Oh my god. She you know, loves her friend group and wants to stay powerful within the people she's close to, or not powerful. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she, would you call your girlfriend who I know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like super assertive? Would you? Yes. It's very assertive. Uh, very assertive. And that probably, and she's like you said, she's a world class athlete. That's got to mm-hmm. come partially from that. And you're mom a big trainer as well. But I like. She, she was a competitor. Yeah, I like exercise. I like cardio. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Not like, yeah, 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 yeah. Got my heart rate nice and high. Today. <laughs> um, um, here's the thing. I wanted to ask you this before we go. You uh, have a theory that Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City is the the evil asshole is, from that show. I think She's it's my the, girlfriend's theory, but yeah, she was okay. like, that show is a much better show if you accept that Carrie Bradshaw is the villain. And what's the reasoning? I have to find out. <sighs> Do you watch? I've watched it once through back in the day. In every like situation she has, she's the one to blame. You look at all these things. I'm like, it's not even two sided. She's a crazy girlfriend. (laughs) She's a bad friend. She screws everyone over and we're somehow on her side because she does the sweet narration at the end. And isn't it right? They make her. She makes a stupid pun. (laughs) Yes. And didn't they? Isn't doesn't she date like the both dudes at the same time, or is it like she goes back and forth or something? There's one I can't even remember which boyfriend was, but she like confronts him in the rain, right? Like banging on his door. I'm like. Don't do that. <laughs> You're in the wrong. He's allowed to be tepid about not jumping headfirst into full-on commitment. You've gone on three dates. And you're like, if you don't want to spend forever with me, we can't waste our time. I'm like, save that for like the seventh date, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. That'd be like uh, meeting on Tinder and then immediately yeah. turning around. And my girlfriend has the same theory about, I'm, go look, if I'm going to, at Laura Sogar, go follow her, all that. Um, but uh, she has the same theory about Emily in Paris. Or Emily is Which I haven't guy. seen, but she's just an asshole it, in the show. It's, she's reckless and all, everything that comes to her is her own fault. <laughs> she reaps what she sows. Yeah, that's. Well, there's, a, there's a lot of people that have, the, that I've been seeing the theory now that like the show's been done for so long that like Jim and Pam in the office are bad people. I love Jim. Well, but what's the how's the Jim's theory? funny, so I forgive him for everything. Well, well, they say they say that like like Jim was just like taunting an autistic guy. Yeah, was like and bullying a guy a that clearly has some wife. mental health issues. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's uh, well. It's also like didn't like Mindy Kaling come out and she was like and somebody was became she was like one of the producers writers uh, on the show and she was like yeah it was problematic you know, like, and it's like you mean that show that made your career that you <laughs> you yeah. absolutely and I'm like. Yeah, but the one thing that unified our country's liberals and conservatives alike is the funniest show ever made. And also, yeah. like, also people who watch the show, The Office, get that the the people doing the bad, maybe not the Jim and Pam theory, but like Steve Carell is supposed to be like ignorant. Like that's yeah. the whole point. It's of the funny show. because how shitty he is, right? And like how like politically incorrect he is, and if you're laughing, like. Like I don't think many people were laughing. Like, oh yeah, he is. He's like a normal, regular guy. Like that's how you should be. You should say. <laughs> you should put your foot in your mouth saying racist shit all the time when yeah, you're the boss. Exactly. He's such a great character. He's One thing I still love to this day is how many people do. That's what she said as a joke. Not realizing that joke is a joke written by some of the funniest people alive, making fun of people who have a bad sense of humor. Who would say it? With, yeah. with, with, with genuine actually, intent. Yeah. 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 Like people think that was the takeaway they, from that show. They're, oh, that's a funny thing to say. You're like, it was actually like the least funny thing. It's never funny to say that's what she said. We, we talked about that on the podcast before. What's like the biggest like cringe, like quoted thing that you hear? And I said that that was one of mine. That's what she said. Every time I hear it, I get like, come on, man. Dude, oh, my, that? My favorite cringe quote is uh, 
I'm sorry. Do you have no, no, go ahead. No, particularly. No, 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 go ahead. Uh, maybe because I got it as a comment on one of my stand up videos when I posted it. Um, uh, strong men make soft times, soft times make weak men, weak men makes hard times, hard times make. Well, no, no. Hard times make strong men, strong times make soft times. Soft times make weak men. Weak men make hard times. Hard times make strong. Back oh around. my god! Someone commented all that. I'm like, yeah, you a guy commenting on, on Instagram. <laughs> You're the strong man we need. That's I'm the, no alpha, but Jesus, that's man. the le commenting on YouTube is the least hard man thing that you can do. Well, but even before we were talking about people not getting ironic jokes, taking them seriously, is like. Uh, Nate Fernald, do you know Nate Fernald? Yeah, very really funny. funny guy. And he did a show. He did a set. He used to write for Cord, and I think he might still. I don't might know. Still, yeah. But he had a joke where the, in the setup for a joke, he it was supposed to be like this is dumb. He said he saw a guy in traffic on a motorcycle, and the back of his shirt said, "If you can read this, the bitch fell off." And <laughs> it's we'll see this fucking this redneck's laughing at it. <laughs> but here's the thing, like that's that's he's saying it like. I think the follow-up of the joke is like something about like I, the motorcycle guy, whatever it is. But when he got to that line, it got a huge pop <laughs> in this, like the, the audience. <laughs> and I don't think he's used to normally like in LA and New York. Like I think you know it's. I don't oh, know that's good comedy right there. <laughs> I, I, it's like things. It kind of goes back around. Like it's so not funny to me. But anytime I see a female body inspector T-shirt, I laugh. Yeah, out. yeah. But you're yeah. laughing for like the same way like I like Fast and the Furious because of how corny it is. Like I, it's like that kind of thing. I have a T-shirt that I sell at shows. It's uh, the Dare logo, and yeah. it says Dare. You know how it's white text under there? Yeah. yeah. What it says? It says in parentheses, but ironically. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it because it's a joke. It's a satire of satire. Yeah. So it's like it's making fun of a thing that's making fun of a thing. So I don't even actually know who it's making fun of. <laughs> it just gets, it's a Rubik's Cube. And, and I'm sure it, if that shirt sells well, then that'll be a bad joke. You know what I mean? Then <laughs> that's a lame. Uh, Matthew Broussard, we have to we have to wrap this up. So fun. I'm so, it's really uh, fun. Yeah, I could go for coming on, on this. Man. Can you do me a favor? Please come back. We're going to do more of these. Uh, can you plug away anything? Podcasts, the dates, uh, social oh. meds. Uh, I, I uh, social media at Monday Ponday on all platforms, Instagram, uh, uh, TikTok. I get used followers on TikTok, and yeah, just look at my clips on YouTube. And then I have a podcast called She Does Stand Up Too uh, with my girlfriend. Check that out. Yeah, fantastic. And guys, you can check us out at Brand New Jerks. Search it on YouTube. Uh, Brand New Jerks at gmail.com. Brand New Jerks at gmail.com. Let us know about your jerk store moments or who you think uh, a big jerk in your life is. Uh, also, you could find us on TikTok at Brand New Jerks Pod. Uh, follow us separately on Instagram. He's at Shawnee Time, and I'm at Raby Killing Him. And and uh, also, we're recording this at Sesh Comedy in, in the city. If you're in New York City and you want to come check out an awesome show, look up Sesh Comedy online. It's fantastic every week. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye bye.